From Calvary Church of Santa Ana, this is the Calvary Life Podcast, the show where we share stories, laugh together, and have discussions about faith, life, and God with people from Calvary Church. Here are your hosts, Eric and Matt. Welcome to the Calvary Life Podcast. This is Eric Wakeling. What's your name again? (laughs) (laughs) Matt Doan here. Uh, excited to be here on this episode of this season. That's right. <laughs> we are um, just having a good time here on the Calvary Life Podcast. It is like we kind of we're going to be ending this season at mm-hmm. the end of this month. Ooh, you know, and then sad. we'll probably have a little bit of a break depending on what you want to do uh-huh. this summer. You know, if you're just going to go rogue. Okay, so you're looking at me right now. So yeah, do I want to carry on the podcast while you're on sabbatical? Is the real question. That is. I don't know. It's like Abbott Costello. Should we hear from the from the people? <laughs> the, the, like maybe the people should speak. Podcast at calvarylife.org. Now, no one would want to hear me talking alone. Just by yourself. Right, right. So I was thinking this yeah, week like, about you have like those You have like those, you know, talk show radio hosts <laughs> who just like talk to themselves. And you're like, how do they do that? It seems so hard, especially to make it somewhat like uh, conversational. Yeah. I know you're not, not conversational, but casual. Right, right. I, I hate the ones that are people by themselves and it feels all overly produced yeah. and, and scripted. Yeah. And you're just like, I'm out. So we're not going to do that. No. I don't know. I think we'll probably put a little pod. We'll put a sabbatical Ooh, on the podcast pod, for the summer. Pod sadical. So it's a sad podical. <laughs> <laughs> so our one listener, we're just, just brace yourself. You're going to have to find some alternative content this summer. That's right. That's right. That's right. Um, well, they can also listen to all of the sermons, not on this feed, but these oh. are, these are put up online and stuff like, or not these, the, our sermons are put up online. So true. they just want to listen to them over and over again. Just like <laughs> listen to Matt Dome, just, <laughs> just preach, just keep, kind of keep that on a loop, you know, in your, in your house, when you're doing your chores, if you're having some insomnia this summer, <laughs> it's really hot out. You can't sleep. Just throw on this voice. Uh, but yeah, I'm going on sabbatical this summer. Yes. And I think we want to just kind of like talk about that a little bit and maybe talk about some things that you guys can do to mm-hmm. make um, like to kind of put this into practice, even if your workplace doesn't do this. Right. We right. Re- we recognize that as um, ministers of the gospel, vocational pastors, yep. this is a real privilege to be able to do this. Not many domains, vocations get this opportunity. Right. Um, but we think it's super healthy and important, not only for people in ministry, but also for what like you just said, for people to put in small Sabbath type practices in their life. Yeah. It's, it's interesting actually, because sabbatical, and it's like a term that's used in the whole world and mm-hmm. it's totally from Sabbath. Mm-hmm. So, you, you know, like when, uh, like a professor at, um, you know, Michigan state goes on sabbatical, he's doing, he or she is doing a biblical practice. Yeah. Isn't that kind of interesting? That's really cool. It's also cool that you said Michigan State because my 10-year-old son is on the Michigan State Spartans for Tustin Friday Night Lights flag football. Oh, dang. Were you like sitting there going like, why are you saying Michigan State? Really, we were, we were all teams? bummed. We were like, why do we get Michigan State? We yeah. live in California. But I guess they had so many teams. They had to like divvy out somebody. Oh, man. You think they do? I thought they did NFL teams. They did at one point. I think some of the teams do, but his oh, division gets His division does college, college teams. Oh, yeah. man. And not everybody can be UCLA. Oh, oh not everybody wants to be UCLA, unfortunately. <laughs> and we're both, Eric and I are both huge, huge, huge UCLA football huge. fans. Yeah. Uh, and by huge, we mean we haven't gone to a game in five years. We haven't gone to a game. Yeah. <laughs> since pre-COVID, probably. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. 
if a professor goes, they're actually practicing a biblical concept. That's really cool. Yeah, I think that's interesting. And so you see that in higher ed. You see sabbaticals in higher ed. I think you see them in medical field. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously in sort of clergy type jobs, you see sabbaticals and then uh-huh. some other things. Like I remember reading an article about this whole design firm, hmm. um, kind of like both, I think they do all sorts of different kinds of design, um, graphic, but like even furniture and like all these different kinds of design. And they, um, they shut down their whole office. I, for, I, I forget the mm-hmm. exact story, but it's something like one month a year or something like that, or, or hmm. it was like a year every seven years or something crazy. Wow. It was something like wild. I forget what it was, but they shut the whole firm down and everyone just goes and like does kind of creative things huh. and just goes and kind of plays around with art so that they're getting yeah. inspired and wow. visiting cool places and looking at neat things. Yeah. And, I think there's some genius yeah. in all that. Yeah. They say that that's where I, I like, again, I'm sorry. I'm just like saying this off the top of my head, but like it was where the vast majority of their good ideas mm. that helped them succeed in the future came from. Right. Uh, that just inspiration of that time. Yeah. And what's interesting about that for me too, is a lot of my, I feel like when I have a sense of God's leadership in my life that mm. leads into the leadership of our church, mm-hmm. a lot of that comes out of these like solo, like these yeah. times of extended solitude with the Lord that I right. would take. Yeah. Yeah. So that begs the question, why are you taking a sabbatical? A lot of people take sabbaticals to write a book. You just, yeah, you yeah. wrote a book and then you're going on sabbatical. I know, I'm but... definitely not going to take the sabbatical to write a book. <laughs> or, or or the other joke is like they take them to go interview for other jobs. Oh, sad. You know? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. But um, but yeah, I am not. I'm not, 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 not doing that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's like my sabbatical is like, it's sort of preventative medicine. Yeah. I guess you would call it. Right. And mm-hmm. it's, and it's obedience at some level to the scriptures as yeah. well. We're going to, we'll talk through a little bit of it, but the idea of Sabbath and then sabbatical or even kind of a proactive rest, mm-hmm. let's say mm-hmm. is, um, so that you don't get to a point of like burnout or yeah. breakdown or, um, some sort of sin failure that like right. takes you out. You know, it takes you out of ministry at some level. Yeah, right? it's, it's to maintain health. Yes, yes. So that's even why, like, so part of our sabbaticals here at Calvary that we, um, like, has as part of our sort of policy about how we do sabbaticals is that we want um, our pastors to be doing something to do, like, marital enrichment. So mm-hmm. something in their marriage. During their like sabbatical. During their sabbatical time. Um, like a like a retreat or some counseling or so, so sometimes it's like depending on people's stage of life. Cause like some people have like a baby at home, right. you know, and you're not going to go for a seven day trip away from your child. Yeah. And it's just like hard. And so I think even like you with like your, you know, your menagerie of children, uh, <laughs> it's never been described like that before, but yeah, we actually, we took our sabbatical four years ago yeah. and we actually sat with someone who that's what they do. They've helped pastors plan sabbaticals. Yeah. And we asked this person, what's it look like to have four kids at that time, like under the age of 11 mm-hmm. um, and do this well. And the person said, I don't know. <laughs> the expert said, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so hilarious. yeah, there's challenges every season. Yeah. Right? And so I think, remember, you, I think you guys had to do some like separate things. Mm-hmm. Like so meeting, we did counseling. meeting with people at like counseling. Yeah. 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 Which is cool. And that's like, that's appropriate to it. And mm-hmm. my last sabbatical, we did this seven day, full seven day retreat through mm-hmm. this ministry called Standing Stone that mm-hmm. does like care for people in ministry for their marriages. Cause they've seen so many marriages break yeah. down yeah. and they want to help these marriages succeed because it helps ministry succeed too. Right. And like, 
because every time these these marital failures in ministry, it mm-hmm. just is such a like a black eye on yeah. the church and on God, and then it it messes people's yeah. faith journeys up. It just has such like ripples, yeah, like yeah, that's big a consequences, word, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And so anyway, like they started this whole thing, and um, there's these like mentor couples that will meet with you as a couple for, and you, you go and there's like, they have all these connections to these big homes or whatever around mm-hmm. different cool areas. And then you spend like a week going through all sorts of different stuff. Like you'll do like a prepare and enrich assessment, mm-hmm. which is kind of like a, a marriage assessment and kind of like talk through some of that. These people have been trained to do that. And some other, some other things that just kind of like help you dream together and just reconnect in some cool ways. And um, so anyway, I did that awesome. um, over in Catalina actually oh, last wow. um, on my last sabbatical, which was eight years ago. Right. Um, and and that's cool. Like so, it's just like oh, this is good. So like we're doing we're doing a like a different thing. It's like a four day retreat thing mm-hmm. this time with some people. It's kind of a two point sort of deal because since mm-hmm. we already did the the seven you graduated the, from the, yeah, yeah we did the seven day version. And so we need to like something a little customized. What uh, what, what uh, year are you going into right now? What anniversary? Oh yeah, for BNI. This this July fifth will be our twenty fifth wedding anniversary. Let's go! I know. Let's go! Yeah, we're excited. So we're doing some some cool just, stuff, just the two of us too. God bless B. What a twenty five years with what me. A, what a trooper! I know. In the same house, twenty five years. <laughs> you know, a little bit of dating before that. Not much. Eighteen months total of Ooh. from when I met her till the wow. day we were married. Wow! Isn't that that's amazing? Isn't that yeah. nuts? Would you, you wouldn't recommend that for one of your kids? No. Yeah. No, and I was saying that even this last Sunday, because like, I was talking about how we got married at 22 right. and 21, and how I was like, I looked at all the college young adults, and I was like, I don't recommend that for you guys. <laughs> yeah, totally. And they just laughed, but um, and they'll, <laughs> and they'll do whatever they want. But. Yeah. So yeah, so the Sabbath has yeah. a component of marriage, enrichment, encouragement, mm-hmm. and so I guess what you're saying too is a, a sabbatical isn't because something's happened. Right. It's to get ahead of anything happening. Yes. It's to be emotionally, spiritually healthy. Yes, exactly. So. Yes. And it's, and I think the, it's all those things, probably spiritually healthy, as you said, is like, I'd say it's like primary, yeah. you know? Um, and then like whatever that emotional marital health is like, just, mm-hmm. just like right under that. I mean, it's all kind of like intertwined, I guess. Sure. But, um, but yeah, that's like the point is that it is, um, even like it's, it's about how this kind of work is always, always, always with people and always pouring out of yourself for them. Yeah. And, there's this just a concept of if you are only pouring out and trust me, I'm not only pouring out, but like, mm-hmm. you know, trying to make, we're always, we're always taking in. Mm-hmm. But um, if you just keep pouring out without pouring in, then you'll get to a place yeah. of, of emptiness, right? right? You'll be, you'll be empty. And so like, we even see that, like, you know, even like a verse, like that um, there's a verse in Mark six right. that talks about Jesus with this. Cause he was like always around crowds. Right. Yeah. And, um, you got it. Yeah. Mark six. Uh, <laughs> this is our only scripted part of the whole yeah, yeah, yeah. podcast. We, we, planned, we planned a couple things. You, guys. you should be proud of us listeners. Yes. But uh, yeah, in Mark six and NLT, it says the apostles returned to Jesus from their ministry tour. So they've been doing all these things for God. Yeah. And he told them all they had done and he, they told them all they'd done. And then Jesus said, verse 31 of Mark six, let's go off by ourselves to a quiet place and rest a while. Hmm. It's just fascinating that, you know, they had done all these things to report back to Jesus. Like, look what happened. Yeah. Like, God was at work. You were right. You did give us authority. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then his response is not, okay, let's go build a bigger ministry. Now we yes. got the first building block done. He goes, no, let's retreat. 
right. and let's rest a while. And he said this, it keeps going. He said this because there were so many people coming and going that Jesus and his apostles didn't even have time to eat. Wow. So they left by boat for a quiet place where they could be alone. Mm. So that's Jesus's rhythm right there. That's cool. I don't, I don't know if I've ever not had time to eat. I feel like I'll, <laughs> I always, I'll always make, time. make time to eat. <laughs> totally. That's so true. The, oh. the thing, what happens is, is like, is it, is it that you're having all your meals eating with someone that you're talking about ministry stuff with, you know, or, yeah. or counseling or something, right. you know, connecting with somebody. Yeah. It's uh, funny. But uh, yeah, so that's cool. Like just to see this sort of rhythm even then for Jesus of mm-hmm. making sure he's going away for intentional rest. And mm-hmm. even in, and, and during success, right. Mm-hmm. That was like a time when things were going really, really right. good. And he's like, okay, let's just, let's, let's pause for a minute. It doesn't mean yeah. everything was going, you know, that it wasn't, it wasn't like after people had betrayed him or left right. him or whatever. It yeah. was just like in the middle of good stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, it wasn't a response to burnout. Um, right. It was literally just this is the healthy response to good yeah. things happening. Even. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then um, this the whole thing of Sabbath, right, comes out of, or I mean of sabbatical, comes out of Sabbath, um, which Sabbath is that seventh day resting like where God rests on the seventh day of creation. So God establishes that, that rhythm of one every seven. Mm-hmm. And so what like, so then it goes on in Leviticus and it's kind of like, I'm gonna, I'll read this one in Leviticus just cause it's hard to paraphrase it. Sure. But uh, <laughs> um, Leviticus 25 one, it says, while Moses was on Mount Sinai, the Lord said to him, give the following instructions to the people of Israel. When you've entered the land I'm giving you, the land itself must observe a Sabbath rest before the Lord every seventh year. For six years, you may plant your fields and prune your vineyards and harvest your crops. But during the seventh year, the land must have a Sabbath year of complete rest. It is the Lord's Sabbath. Do not plant your fields or prune your vineyards during that year. And don't store away the crops that grow on their own or gather the grapes from your unpruned vines. The land must have a year of complete rest. But you may eat whatever the land produces on its own during its Sabbath. Um, yeah, I thought they weren't supposed to, like, gather it. Anyway, all right. Let's see. Okay, so you, <laughs> this applies to you, your mail, blah, blah, blah. It kind of keeps going on and on. It yeah. applies to all the workers and stuff. Yeah. So, Crazy. Yeah, so it's just, like, thing of where this sabbatical year where the land needs like this rest. Right. Um, So this like sabbatical thing kind Mm -hmm. of comes out of Sabbath. And then this whole notion of this Mm -hmm. like seventh year sort of deal. What do you think the number seven is mentioned a lot of times in scripture is feel like that's a good rhythm. Seven years. Like if you look back in your last sabbatical eight years ago, it feels like, okay, this is a good time to take this next one. Maybe it's kind of weird because you had a major job transition in the midst of that, but I mean, I probably would have hoped for it to be at the seven-year mark, not mm-hmm. the eight-year mark, mm-hmm. if I didn't have the whole senior pastor transition thing four years sure. ago. It felt, and combined with like our church going through the whole COVID, COVID season, it yeah. felt like the wrong time just to be like, well, see you later, guys. You well, know? if you did a sabbatical last year, <laughs> I'd been like, okay, I can not leave my house. <laughs> yeah, that too, you know, <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, and it's like, it's kind of, it's a cool opportunity to have some travel or go like, we like visiting, you know, missionaries or Mm -hmm. being part of some like missions kind of thing. It doesn't mean that's the other thing too. Even as we say that, like sabbatical doesn't equal just like watching TV for three months, right? you know, right? (laughs) whatever, or just like, or even just surfing for three months or Mm -hmm. something. But it's, it's, um, but it, but it can include that, you know, and should include, I think like a lot of times you think of like starting and ending with just some kind of like 
kind of almost like mindless rest, yeah. right? Like not super intentional stuff. Yeah. Um, or like projecty kind of stuff. Yeah. But we do think it's like good to like, I think it's good at least to have something. I like working on something that is not like, doesn't sort of feel like work to me, but it's, it's connected. So that's why I'm wanting to do this like deep dive into the book Knitting. of what you're going to knit, <laughs> knit, deep dive into knitting. Yeah. You're gonna knit, I'm just going to knit poodle sweaters. I'm going to knit new seat covers for the worship center. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is needed. Yeah. It's so funny. Oh my. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. But, uh, <laughs> Uh, but I want to do a deep dive in the book of Luke because mm-hmm. after we do the spiritual discipline series in the fall, we want to head into a kind of a longer series in the book of Luke, like That's really good. go through every chunk of Luke. I love it. So then like in the summer, I just like got a bunch of commentaries mm-hmm. and I'll just sit there reading them, enjoying them, maybe jotting some little notes down, but with no thought about next Sunday, like mm-hmm. no thought about like, Oh, I got to hurry. I got to get my sermon done mm-hmm. or I got to go to my next meeting or like responding to emails, like none of that. So I won't do any of that stuff, but I'm just digging into the book of Luke and I'm going to come into the fall just with this like kind of sense of like a deeper sense of like the, the heart of this book and what Mm -hmm. it's about. And, Mm -hmm. um, that's cool. You know, it's just like we get so like, like anybody, it's just the tyranny of the urgent, right? We just have that thing that's those deadlines that are coming at us. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to being able to do that. Yeah. And like you said, the creativity that's even produced from rest, I think there's kind of some secret sauce in that. Like, yes. And we don't, we're not saying rest so that you can produce something down the road. Like it's not some game we're playing with God, but, no, um, but, but I think it's just his natural way that he does provide for us yeah. when we rest. Even think about sleep. Yeah. When, when you lack sleep, you're not as thoughtful, creative, yeah. uh, able to produce as much work because you're tired. Right, right, When you're right. rested up, there is a sense I have more energy, ability to do yeah. things. I think that applies yeah. to even this. No, that's super good. And like, and even silence, so, well, in silence, it's, um, it's an implication that you're listening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're not talking and you're not busy, you're listening, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that that's a little bit of also what's happening. So obviously like you don't even for that, you don't have to do three months, let's say uh, of that. But um, what I'll do too, in the midst of the sabbatical time is have a couple like little sort of mini retreats that are like uh-huh. a few days of just silence and solitude. It's so, like uh-huh. being alone and being in silence. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just having a little journal with me and just kind of like thoughts that are coming to my head like head is that like a wilson like castaway type thing where you start like, talking to <laughs> yeah oh exactly i just use a i use a soccer ball <laughs> just to upset you and then a formula la one liga. race car a little... liga. <laughs> i don't i don't follow la liga why do you keep saying la liga <laughs> he was it... he was saying la liga earlier la right? liga is uh is the spanish professional soccer league right correct okay <laughs> i was waiting to see if you'd do it yeah, yeah. good job i don't know why i don't know why i always bring that up <laughs> i like the word i'm an english premier league fan oh, okay. primarily yeah, okay chelsea football club yeah have some tea everyone cares yeah. okay okay uh so anyway that's like those are some of those other yeah. things they'll do in sabbatical as well Great. as some travel and visiting some um like doing some stuff with gem but mm-hmm. not like a lot but greater just, Europe mission yeah mm-hmm. sorry greater Europe mission and um so yeah, so it's pretty cool. Great. Yeah. Now you wrote in your email last week to the church, kind of explained some of these things. Um, and you said that I was a point person as well as like a rest of our pastoral staff 
How, what's your level of fear of <laughs> handing, handing the keys yeah, yeah. over yeah, to such <laughs> underqualified people? Yeah, Pastor Matt Doan and Elder <laughs> Chairman Norm Alexander will provide the point leadership for our church for those people three months. People run. People run Boom. to the hills. Run to the hills. Matt Doan. You may, you may want to just guess... No, no, no. Let's put this just kind of, let's put this down on tape, as they say here, um, well, you know, for the, for the aggregators out right. there. But uh, we, I am uh, not allowing Matt Doan, though, to make any kind of major changes. <laughs> we'll not, we'll not be changing the name of the church. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Any doctrine. We're not becoming a, a five-point Calvinist reformed church. <laughs> yeah, we still we're not be moving. Nice to people. We're not moving yeah. as a church. Yeah, yeah. There's some, there's some, some, some. Uh, what do you call them? Bumpers. Some yeah, borders. Guardrails. Yeah, guardrails. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. <laughs> but even in that, I yeah, think I at when I did mine a few years ago and came back, there was uh, like this weird sense. I'm sure you can say the same thing of humility of like, oh wow, ministry went on without me. Yes. Like that's yes. the humble part. Like I'm not needed here. Yeah. But then also kind of this sense of like people welcoming me back and being excited to be back on the team and yeah. feeling needed in that way. So it's kind of a both. It's right. like wow, God doesn't need me here. Yep. But I'm so happy to be here and I feel ready to get back in. Does that make sense? Totally makes sense. And it's kind of something we had, we actually had this thing last night that was like this big volunteer appreciation event for mm-hmm. people. Good at see, good at see. Um, and which I'm actually going to Italy this, uh, this summer Ooh. for a little bit. But, um, anyway, we had this whole event and I, I spoke for, I don't know, like three minutes or something, you know, a, a little bit, that event to appreciate the people. Do you think it was five? Do you think it was? No, I'm not laughing about that. I'm laughing because your microphone didn't work. So <sighs> really no one heard anything do you, do you, how far how far back were you at this i event? was next to the samzik chapel and you oh. were in front of like the stairs of the worship center yeah and could you hear every word i said though right? i could have but i was talking <laughs> <laughs> i can't even recover from that one. Oh man i feel like in good podcasting i shouldn't just have too long of a laugh break but i couldn't recover but, okay um, keep going no no but like what i was saying i said something like this um <laughs> it's something like we need all of us, but it's not about any of us. That's good. I think it was that we, yeah, we need all of us. So all these people that serve here at Calvary and there was like a few hundred people there mm-hmm. and we need all of us, but it's not about any one of Amen. us. Amen. So it's like this, at this weird level, I think it was like a nicer way. At first I had thought of like, we're all, um, like, uh, dispensable and indispensable, mm. you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. at the same time, like, and I think that's like kind of what you're yep. saying, like where, yep. yeah, like this ministry is not about me. Like mm-hmm. Calvary church, quite honestly, mm. if I like, I mean, it would be really sad, mm-hmm. but if I were to die today, mm-hmm. Calvary church will ultimately be fine. Like, because God is the leader right. of Calvary church right? and God will provide good leadership for Calvary church. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, and that was the same, like yeah, for you for on sure. your sabbatical or yep. my last one or any of Dave's sabbatical. Dave's had two sabbaticals right. and God provided leadership for Calvary church. <laughs> and even in Calvary's like really hard times that Calvary's been through with, um, former senior pastors like being let go and have like three years of, mm-hmm. you know, three years of not having a senior pastor and God provides for, you know, right. that's the thing. Like right. it's not about any one of us, but we need all of us. Yeah, that's good. I think that's cool. And that's something that you kind of realize, but like you also sort of don't want to like have everybody realize too much. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah, you need me. I was saying to the elders too, what we were talking about, like you know, my plan for sabbatical, and this is what I was thinking and stuff, and and kind of proposing it all to them, and they're. You know, I was like, just, you know, like, I think every is going to be great. I think this teaching team is going to be great. It's going to be awesome. Matt's going to do a good, uh, good job, you know, but I think for all of them, I think it might be really hard after like three months. <laughs> <laughs> job security. I'm yeah. sure they'll just like go real down. They'll go right. downhill hard. Totally, no, 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 totally. not downhill yeah. hard, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. <laughs> no, but that's, that's some, what a blessing to receive almost in a sense being released for yeah. a season to go, okay. This is God's burden, yep. God's church. Yep. But then also be welcome back. <laughs> That's yeah. really cool too. Yeah, so. exactly. I'm really looking forward to you being back. So, oh, thanks, buddy. It's gonna be. I hate when everybody's gone. Like, I love it. I'm happy for him, but then I'm like so happy. It's like when you get here. back, I'm like, oh, so happy you're back. Right. Michael's was the most recent one. Like, oh, so happy you're back, Michael. Plus, Michael has some like unique skills that we don't yeah. have. You <laughs> can manage the budget. And, yeah. and then when Shannon was gone, same thing. It right. Was well, like, it's like, oh dear. So Marie, my wife's been gone um, oh, yeah. this weekend visiting some cousins. Oh, yeah. And like our family's just a mess. <laughs> like, I think you'll e survive for three days. Eden's right? hair yeah. is yeah. not in a good shape today. <laughs> I don't think I brought lunches for any of the kids. Like, so, so that's kind of how it feels when one of us is gone here on staff too. Right. It's like, Oh, there's a, there's a missing element where yeah. we have a little bit of a limp. Yeah. So, but so I wanted to like kind of transition this to thinking about for people, yeah. like Let's how, make it practical. Yeah. Practical for, for them. Cause I think at one level you could kind of like reduce any of this into like, like what, like Sabbath, like into mm -hmm. the week's environment, yeah. you know, or you could even consider ways that you could implement this in larger scale into your life. Yeah. So let's kind of like play with both those let's ideas. Yep. Um, let's play with like the incorporate it at a larger scale into your life in yeah. some way, I think first. Yeah. Cause like that design firm. So mm -hmm. maybe you own your own business. Like, is there some way for you to incorporate something like this into your culture? I wish there was a model of like a company that like didn't work on Sundays. That would be really cool. <laughs> if there was like somebody out there that we could just look to and yeah. their profits were still yeah. high. And I think Chick-fil-A and Hobby Lobby are going bankrupt, right? Oh, no. no, they're not. No, they're they're like, like crushing it. Yes. Yeah, exactly. They're crushing yeah. So those are two places. Yeah. Right? So maybe if you're a small business owner, what is what would it look like? Yeah. Could you possibly entertain shutting down? Oh, I, I know there's been some talk here in California of going to a four day work week. Oh yeah. And what would that look like? Is it like the four tens thing? I haven't looked, looked you, into you it. You know what I mean? Much. Like how some people like can some businesses allow people to do four right. ten hour I days. Think, I know if you work for the government, a lot of times they'll have furlough days on those Fridays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. But that's, that's different. different. That's yeah. different. Yeah. Um, that's just not getting paid. <laughs> that's, that's the definition of a furlough. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like where you could use four 10 hour days, but maybe yeah. if it's just like four, th four right. eight hour days, it's like, or amazing. what would it look like, you know, on your family vacation or your personal vacation? Yeah. Say you go to your typical places you go to, but what about carving in some silence and solitude time? Right. Is that even possible? Right. right? You're at Walt Disney World, and what would it look like? Maybe to not the best idea. <laughs> not go to the Magic Kingdom for one day and you're just, just have... like this creepy guy in like the cave at, on Tom Sawyer's Island, and you're just like hiding in there having your Sabbath. I'm listening for the still small voice. Security, security. We got, security. we got another one on. Your beard has just grown like six inches Michael, while living in Michael the cave. Wells told a funny story about he was on sabbatical uh, this last fall, our executive pastor, and he would go down to Laguna Beach and he had this bench that he just loved to like overlook the water. 
but he said he had this silent battle because yeah. another guy, maybe on a sabbatical, <laughs> would always grab the same bench, the same guy, and they would like edge each other out who could get there earlier for that That's same bench. That's such a Seinfeld so, episode. That That's is, so I funny. know. Yeah. But well, yeah, what would it look like to use some of your vacation to yeah. be a little bit more intentional about yeah. true rest? You know, there's those people that have their list, like I got to do this, this, and this on my break. Um, I got to redo that. I got to clean out the garage, which is a good mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. But what would it look like to be okay with not completing a project right? and just resting? Right. Exactly. I think that's incredible. Um, or, and even like if it's just, well, okay. So we're th- we're trying to think large scale, yeah. but, um, but then even as you think like small scale, like, is there just a way to incorporate these rhythms into your weekly yeah. life? Like, I got a weird one. Oh, okay. So, um, my little house here in Santa Ana. Uh, we have a front grass area, sprinklers. I turn off the sprinklers on Sundays. Oh, you don't want the sprinklers to work? Well, I just turn them. I, I had this thought one day. I was like programming the sprinklers. And I thought, you know what? How cool would it be? It would be like a small reminder to rest on Sundays. So I nice. turn them off. So Wait, so you got sprinklers going on all the other six <laughs> days of the week? Because I think you're only allowed to do it like two or three days or something like that. I mean, I have... <laughs> There's several days that are Sabbath for the grass. There's like, I don't think I even have sprinklers. Stop. <laughs> so funny. No, but this just hit me. I didn't even know we were going to talk about this today. This just hit me this morning. Sprinklers? You didn't know we were going to talk about sprinklers? <laughs> I took the trash cans out this morning and the grass wasn't wet. And uh, yeah. I'm thinking like, why oh, isn't it wet? Oh yeah, I, I don't run the sprinklers on Sunday. Oh, that's interesting. So... I like that. That's, that's interesting. It's like a really weird you little know, microscope. It is. It is. It's one, interesting. But. You know that my neighborhood, at least, I don't know how, if your neighborhood's like this or this is like, you get me on these tangents, <laughs> but like I can, I get told what days to do my sprinklers. A man. So yeah, Tustin tells you that you can only like in certain seasons, like Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday, you have to do it and you have to do it before a certain time. Is that relatively new or has that always been the case? It's like been in the last five years, maybe. Because like obviously during the drought, yeah, we had that in Santa Ana too, but I don't think in the, unless I'm not reading the, yeah, maybe the you're just not reading the mail. Yeah. We're, we're told though. Yeah. But we have to like, it's, it's not even like do it three days. Yeah. It's like certain days, it's certain days. Interesting. And I don't know if they send different days to like different neighborhoods. So it's you know like what? slow use. Work where you must, but live in Tustin. That's what I always say. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it like, uh, <laughs> and live in shop or was it like, yeah, yeah, it? live in shop. Is, it, that's, yeah. is that what it is? I think that's the so, sign on fourth like, street. Yeah. 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 We're going to get, we're going to get fact checked here. Podcast at calvarylife.org. If you'd like to fact check us <laughs> on the, on the slogan of. So Tustin. any other like small ways? I know. Sprinklers yeah. probably hasn't come up for anybody else. Yeah, but. I mean, yeah, I'm sure I'm going to connect with the Lord a lot if I turn my sprinklers <laughs> off. But um, <laughs> no, uh, but I like that kind of, it's a mindset shift is what you're talking about. Yes. Yeah, you're talking about mindset shift, which is good. And then We don't feed our dog on Sundays. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You just put extra out the day before, like the manna. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, I do think the sun, how people use their Sunday afternoon you know, as church going people that don't work at a church. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got Sunday morning, church attendance, worship, connect with some people, learn a bit, go home, you know, enjoy some lunch with your family and then try to see if there's anything like of intentional rest you can do, mm-hmm. but a hundred percent don't start your, don't be working on honey do list. Right. Don't go, don't like get ahead of your week and checking emails 
you know, all that kind of stuff. Like so many people I know, friends, and I get it. I get it. I do the same. Yeah. But already Sunday night, you're starting to set up your week, right? And sometimes yep. you have to. I, I get like there's certain jobs you have to do that. But yeah. What does it look like to like do we have do we have to have to do it at a certain time or? I don't yeah, know. exactly. And it's one thing to like maybe you want to check your calendar for the next day <laughs> to see what your next meeting is or something, you know. But like what? <laughs> So I'm not saying like, don't, you know, don't. And we're not asking you to be legalistic yeah. about this. This is all for just yeah enjoyment, enjoying God. Yeah. Cause I feel like God, I feel like, right. Like God would care more that you spent like a couple hours of intentional rest of mm-hmm. some sort or like time with him. than the fact that if you just like watch TV all day, uh, you know, and, and, and Bo, but I didn't check my email. Right. You know, yeah. like it's I don't a, know. It's a heart. It's a heart thing. Yeah. 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 Another one is um, just simply, what if you just drove from work home in silence and didn't throw on a podcast? Oh, no, that might hurt our ratings. <laughs> <laughs> um, or radio or whatever you normally do, music. Yeah, yeah. And what if you just in that 15 or two hour commute home Oof. just stayed in silence one day a week? Was that a, just a Jim Rome through that, that was? Right yeah, there? I know. That was amazing. That I, I know, like that. I did, yeah. <laughs> But what if like one day a week, that was like your Sabbath time in the car yeah, just yeah. to like, just be still before God as you're getting cut off on the 22 freeway. Yep. I think that's really good actually. Cause I try to do that every once in a while, either that, or I'll put on like some worship music or something instead of pot. Cause I'm like so much podcast me too. or like sports radio yeah, kind of stuff. Me too. Me as well. And so then it's just like, okay, that kind of like, it does sort of like clear your head and it puts your focus on the Lord. And it's just like, it's a, it's an amazing small little change. Yep. I try to do that on like runs and rides for me and my rhythms right now is every yep. once in a while it's, um, you know, I'm just turning the headphones off and yep. just like going in silence for a bit. Yeah. I love do you know it. that on my Iron Man, oh, gosh. you're not allowed. Just let me talk. Okay. Let me share my life with you. For those of you that, uh, <laughs> were betting that we would hear about the Iron Man today. Congratulations. <laughs> You've just won. <laughs> no, but do you know that? on Okay. So First of all, I'm very slow uh, triathlete. Okay. Hey, there's yeah. there's no measuring of that. Yeah. You, there's the a tort- fact that you're doing this is incredible. Yeah, yeah. There's a tortoise and a hare, and I am on team tortoise. <laughs> but I'm probably somewhere. My hunch. Is, so you have to do it in under 17 hours for okay. it to count, right? And my hunch is I'm going to be somewhere like in that between 15 to 16 range. Yeah. Somewhere in there, and so that's a long time. Yeah. Like yeah. just doing anything. That's like a long time. And oh, you're yeah. not allowed to have any kind of headphones <gasps> during the event. Why? No, no headphones. Why? It's a safety issue. Oh. Plus your headphones will die in like two hours. But like, <laughs> That's true. Um, you can do the flip back and forth thing. So in a long ride, I'll do like one. Um, when I ride my bike, I only do one um, headphone anyway, so I can hear what's going on. Mm-hmm. And you like, then you keep the little charger thing in your back pocket and then you put the, you switch them and then it's charging because you have the little the airpods things the charge right so it's pretty cool so then you can keep going forever almost anyway but uh don't act bored (laughs) i'm you're upsetting me today i'm very engaged in this (laughs) conversation (laughs) (laughs) so yeah yeah. so no no headphones yeah so it's just gonna be silence a lot of thinking a lot of thinking a lot of listening and a lot of like hearing my own like breathing yeah just wanting to cry but they're, I mean, that's, that's beautiful, right? Like it's yeah. just, like, yeah. 
God's going to meet you out there. He has me. I, probably Saturday. There's probably totally. some things that totally. popped in your head. You talk about running your book about how <laughs> you'd be on these runs and like, oh, that's an idea. Yeah, you, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, totally. It totally happens. Huh. But anyway, it's just like thinking about the headphone, the headphone silence yeah. thing. It's going to be, it's going to be wild. Um, <sighs> uh, doesn't have to always be sign salty though, right? Sabbath mm-hmm. can be enjoying a meal. Yeah. Bringing friends over around you just to enjoy yeah, company and fellowship. Um, that's yeah. actually a super good point, dude. Because I feel like sometimes it's like I revert too too easily just to like let's be in prayer, right? You know. Um, but like, yeah, you're right that like meals together with friends. I like the whole thing of trying to like have like it just a even if it's just a second of, and that's kind of what praying for your food does for you. But just mm-hmm. like a a second of recognition of like mm-hmm. God's abundant blessing mm-hmm. and His provision, and that when we rest. And we enjoy this meal together. We're like resting in the Lord's provision. Yeah. Right. Like that's good. God makes the food. We don't because mm-hmm. like we can't make vegetables exist. Right. Or animals, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, uh, that kind of thing. So yeah. yeah, it's such a important aspect of all that. But yeah. I think, so if you guys out there, just as you're listening, just think of like a couple little ways that you can sort of think, how can I incorporate mm-hmm. Sabbath slash sabbatical into my life? Yeah. And some people have gotten really creative and like done this and, mm-hmm. um, you know, and taken like some significant time off. Yeah. And, and, and I think that obviously it's like only works in certain kinds of jobs, like certain kind of jobs you got to show up or you're fired. And, mm-hmm. but if you have the kind of job that require that like allows for some of that independent, um, independence in some way, mm-hmm. you know, um, or you own it, then you can try and like, see if there's ways to incorporate that. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. it helps you too, like not be like, even for me as like the pastor, as the pastor of Calvary, yeah. I can like get where I feel like, oh no, I have to be in control. Yeah. And maybe that's even for, for you listener, like with your business or with whatever it is that you do, is there a way to sort of let go of some of that control and allow yep. God? And I, I, that's I, great. again, it's like very dependent on your circumstances. Yeah. I do want to say though, for the person who's listening right now, who's like, <laughs> nice. Yeah. I could never do that. Yep. Nice. You guys have that privilege. Yep. I could never do that. You're probably the person who needs it the most. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's true. And I say that, please don't hear that in shame or judgment. Um, shame is bad. Guilt is good. We <laughs> learned last week in God joy, but uh, <laughs> no, but is what, where is God inviting you to just what you just said? Let him be in control. Yep. Let you loosen the reins a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so maybe that's just incorporating it on a weekly basis to start if that's you, you know, and you got to like baby step this. Um, so that can be cool. Um, yeah, man. So sabbatical sort of intentional rest as yep. we think through intentional rest. That's important yep. for all of us. Well, I want to say just like if I could speak for the church where we bless you to go. We really do. Oh, thanks, and man. really excited for what God will do in your life and in your family and excited to be on the other side, too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> And Matt Doan's going to change the name of the church. What, if you could change the name of Calvary to anything, what would you call it? Probably Calvin's Institutes of <laughs> Sandy. <laughs> Just call it Calvin Church. It's your La, middle name. Los Angeles Church of Santa Ana. Yeah, Los Angeles Church of Santa Ana. <laughs> you and Artie Marino are together in this one. Uh, Calvary, we are not chapel. <laughs> church. <laughs> we had another one of those. Did you see it? We had something, no. one of those happen this weekend. No. So it was at our volunteer appreciation event that we were doing on Sunday night. And this family showed up and it was like, you know, two mom, dad, two kids. And the guy's like holding the Bible, kind of walking in. And uh, 
And we're like, hey, how's it going? This is where you register. And he's like, register? Like, what do you mean register? Oh, no. We're like, he's like, where, where's the church service? And oh, we're no. like, uh, well, this is like appreciation event kind of thing. Like he said, this is Calvary Chapel, right? <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that Calvary Chapel, I think it's Calvary Chapel Tustin is on 1010 17th Street. So we're 1010 North Tustin. Super confusing. Yeah. And they're. Calvary Chapel, I think it's Calvary Chapel Tustin. It might be Calvary Chapel something else. I'm not sure. They may have just moved. I need to like anyway, but reach like, out to them. Yeah. But like something like that yeah. where it's like yeah. just something wildly confusing. Right. Do you also know that when you type in <laughs> 1010 North Tustin, our correct address here, it the Google Maps always pulls you out to that first little tiny lot with like six parking yes. places. Yes, I do know Which that. is really confusing for people <laughs> who are is. like, wait, what? Is church full? Like the parking lot's full? <laughs> yeah. We allowed 20 cars <laughs> right. total here at our church. Right. Everyone else must walk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a funny comparison thing. But yeah. anyway. Um, all right. So anything on uh, anything on God Joy that you'd like to talk about, Matthew? Nope, not really. I think we're good. <laughs> God joy the series. God yeah. joy the series. So, God the uh, so as we talked about <laughs> last episode, and as we've talked about now for two Sundays as we record this, yeah, um, we've talked through God joy, the idea um, that you're free from guilt, um, that there's joy in being free from guilt um, through the the covering of of, of Jesus's blood sacrifice. That's not exactly how you say it, but that's how I'm inserting it. And <sighs> then, um, oh, sorry, sorry, I get tired. <laughs> And then um, there's strength and suffering. Joy yeah. can provide strength and suffering. And that that's one of the concepts of this book and series that's like smacked me. And mm. I mean, obviously I get that. I've like sure. taught on it. I believe it, that yeah. that suffering produces good things, perseverance, yeah. um, growth. But joy? It's always right. kind of like a little hard concept. You've done a really good job in doing this. So we talked about that yesterday here as we record this on Sunday. Yeah. The idea of that, yeah, suffering can produce joy. Yep. And it was interesting because it's like sort of a two-parter because like I'm doing the second part of it this this Sunday that's really about how that's found in one another. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't talk about any of that. It's like always weird when you're doing like a two-part thing because yeah. you feel like you're not giving a complete answer. Sure. Um, and then I had kind of this, I'm going to do, like, do like a crazy like admission here about something. Do All it. Right. This is so, what this is for. So step into the confessional. I had booth. a friend ask me a question um, yesterday that was like, oh my gosh. It was, I just finished writing a whole book on called God Joy. Yeah. Okay. And then he goes, so Eric, like, what is joy? <laughs> like, what is it really? And I just remember looking at him like, I don't think I know. <laughs> As you're wearing the t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. As I'm like signing books that say God Joy. But it's just, a, it's mm. actually, it is like, um, it's a hard to grab on to exactly what it is. Cause it's, we yeah. know a lot of things that it's not. Right. right. Like it's not a feeling. We say we say it's not a feeling or it's mm-hmm. not happy. It's not the same as happiness. Yeah. It's like a way of describing joy that True. it's not as fleeting as happiness mm-hmm. or conditional or dependent on circumstances. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was funny because it was almost like the um, and I was so mad I didn't put mm-hmm. this in the book because then we talked about the that little kid song. I've got the joy, joy, oh, yeah, joy, yeah. joy down in my heart. Where? Where? Down in my heart. Where? <laughs> so yeah, that song, um, down in my heart to stay yeah. is what it says. And it's because it is something that is like deeper down. Yeah. And I think it, that, that kid song is like so wise, pretty profound, <laughs> yeah, yeah. profound totally. children's song, even though mm-hmm. they're just kind of, it sounds like silly when you're singing it, but it mm-hmm. is something that's like deep, deep, deep down. 
and it's there, it is there to stay because it's from God Mm -hmm. and it's based on God and it's based on God's presence because like God's presence with you, the whole God with us, your God will come thing that we talked about yesterday. Yeah, that's so good. That whole thing is like God with you is what gives you like a joy in the Mm -hmm. midst of, oh, wow. It's kind of like your best friend is with you, even mm-hmm. though you're going through something hard mm-hmm. and it feels like comforting and good. Yeah. And it's that, but like, it's hard to give, like, actually, it's so funny because I, I actually, I, I wonder what it says in the dictionary. Like, I don't even know. I could like look it up right now. But I, like, what is joy? Yeah, I prefer though what you're saying over some tidy definition because I feel like that limits the word in some ways. Right, right, right. Um, it does. It's like love, right? Like, what's the true definition of love? Is it? Uh, a feeling? No, it's more than that. Is it um, that you want something truly more for someone else than you want for yourself? Maybe yeah, yeah. Sa- self-sacrifice, uh, agape. Um, <laughs> same with joy, right? Joy feels like one of those words where it's like, mm-hmm. is it? It's well with my soul. Is that? Yes. Is that it? Like, there's this contentment. Is that it? Yeah. Or is it just a feeling like what you said? God is with me, and <laughs> nothing else. I shouldn't say nothing else matters, but but nothing is as important as that truth. Correct. Correct. Um, yeah. It's, so yeah, check this out. Dictionary definition. It's so terrible. It's <laughs> terrible. A feeling of great pleasure right. and happiness. That's a terrible definition. So fleeting. Yes. It's like everything, everything we just said, well, we know joy is not this. Yeah. That's literally the definition oh, of that's joy. Culture, right? that's, all, that's as deep as culture can get with it. All right. Due respect. Right. Absolutely. Um, it also says, the emotion evoked by well-being, success, or good fortune, hmm. or by the prospect of possessing what one desires. Merriam-Webster, hmm. that's terrible. That's covetousness. Yeah, <laughs> it's like. so terrible. Yeah. Oh my goodness those, gracious! Those all fall short. Fall short. Yeah. I love. You know. I know you were debating titles for this book. <laughs> God, joy just makes a ton of sense for the idea that joy, God. Yeah, without God, it's got to come from God. Yeah. There's no joy. Yeah, God with you. God yeah. comes to you. That's joy. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Absolutely. I'm, I'm workshopping this. <laughs> no, no, and I think you're absolutely right. And because I actually didn't even for for people to understand, like like that wasn't my first like hope for title. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually wanted to call it like I had some other. Oh wait, well, you're smiling. What no, you what was the title well, you wanted to give? Well, one I was thinking was just great joy, um, because I liked good news of great joy. Mm-hmm. Wait, shoot, what's the one you're thinking of when you're uh, smiling? You just said it last week. The I laughter at like... funerals? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, laughter yeah. at funerals was another one I thought would be good because it's it expresses like this thing of joy in the midst of it's suffering. It's a little bit of clickbait. Dude. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah, what? laughter what at funerals. Yeah. What? And then you like subtitle like, yeah. you know, joy in the midst of yeah. suffering and guilt. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe I should change it. <laughs> Let's just, I should have gone for Revision it. Revision two, you'll, you'll throw that different definition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I should have called it a feeling of pleasure and happiness. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah, laughter at funerals are great joy I looked at, or I, uh, so great joy. There's a book by like some, somebody else that mm-hmm. like wrote, um, like tale of Despero, that mm-hmm. lady, Kate. To Camillo or something like that, but that's like a famous book, right? A famous author. And then I thought of just the book of joy mm. and there's a book by the Dalai Lama and Bishop Tutu oh, called wow. the book of joy. Oh, interesting. I know. I know. Uh, probably their premise. I'm just guessing too, would be the book, you know, the key to joy is you chase it. You got to go find it. Yeah. Where it feels like this is the opposite. God joy is yeah. God finds you. <laughs> Yeah, God no, comes totally, to you. Totally, it would have nothing to do with God for sure. It might have to do with contentment. 
Yeah. I could see them talking about contentment. That's true. Or like um, justice or something, like mm-hmm. even socially or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I haven't, I honestly didn't read it. Yeah. But um, it's, but that was a cool, I thought like just, ah, oh, it's just like a straight yeah. up title. Totally. But there's a reason that probably like, imagine how much publishers were like, wait, the Dalai Lama and Bishop Desmond Tutu want to write a book together about <laughs> like, you know, I mean, just from a, your like profit standpoint sure that's selling a few more copies than uh, although we've never heard of it so maybe it didn't do so well oh <laughs> well i have yeah okay but i'm a dork but yeah <laughs> clip, clip that jordan that could be our <laughs> i'm a dork. story yeah. instagram oh dear just on just like a boomerang <laughs> i'm a dork i'm a dork but i'm a dork but i'm a dork <laughs> <laughs> all right should we call it Joy of Cooking too? <laughs> One out Joy of Cooking. I love yeah. that book actually. Yeah. Do you know I gave that book as a gift to Josh Simpson when I like no. the first couple of years of knowing him? No way. Yeah, because he was like young, That's living great. on his own, and then I was like trying to teach him how to cook. Julia Child. <laughs> bottom, Joy of Cooking. No, no, not that one. Oh, that's a mastery of French cooking by oh. Julia Child. Joy, oh. Joy of Cooking is by like a group of people. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm weird, but I'm a dork. <laughs> But this idea that in your suffering, God comes to you. Yes. And that produces yes. joy. Yes. Because he's truly, truly the God of the universe is with you. It's yes. a crazy concept. It's yes. amazing. It is. And you should then now, I think what you should do next after you listen to this podcast is look up on like your Spotify or Apple Music or whatever you're listening to this and look up the Calvary Life Worship album, Joy, and then listen to the song, Your God Will Come. Mm. And it is all based off of Isaiah 35. It's actually a lot of those straight up words out of like Isaiah 35. And it's, you know, God saying like, he will strengthen you. He'll strengthen your feeble knees Mm. and your anxious heart um, when he comes. He will come and he will be with you. So, yeah. Wow. And that song, I thought we sang it this Sunday, but it's just like, I think it's yeah. just super like ministerial. That's kind of a weird word. Like it ministers to your heart. Like it. Would it be possible as we close this podcast to oh. have the song play? Oh. I wonder if Jordan could like just fit it in. Oh yeah. I'm sure. I'm that'd sure. Be cool, that'd be a cool way to end this. I'm sure he can. So everyone enjoy your God will come. Thanks for listening to the Calvary Life podcast. In the quiet my heart feels fear Wondering if you're really here Anxious thoughts are louder than your voice And I can't hear you In this dry and barren land I long for a move of your hand I am lost, afraid and wondering Why I cannot feel you Your God will come Your God will come Your God will come Your God will come We'll see the splendor of His glory Your God will come Your God will come We'll see the splendor of the Lord In 
Give strength to my feeble hands And steady my weary knees Be the voice that speaks within my heart So I can hear you Father, please don't leave me here Can you show me you are near? Pull me close and hold me again for listening to the Calvary Life Podcast. If you'd like to share any of your thoughts, please reach out to us at podcast at calvarylife.org. You can find out more about the show on Instagram at Calvary Life or on our website at calvarylife.org slash podcast.